to Josh Johnson Show. Josh Johnson joined by my co-host, fellow stand comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I, I feel like, um, you know, it's been a decent day. It's been raining really bad for uh, the past, like, I think this is the fourth day now in New York. Yeah. And it really sucks. It's like it's it's giving off like a London feeling. This is... <laughs> this is really like this seems like w- when a depressed writer does their best you know um it's just because it's not an actual storm just it's, wet it's just wet and it's just consistently coming down so it just makes everything less fun Mm-hmm. yeah we've been that's been going on here last few days too it sounds like less extreme though the week, which i know you just said it's not extreme but like because here it's been like barely even raining it just it does just seem wet <laughs> like there's not even like anything falling from the sky yeah but everything's just wet at all times yeah just, just yeah. a non-stop morning dew of sorts and also it's made it's made <sighs> new york isn't a place that should be wet because it's already gross so it, all it does uh, is accentuate the smells so i okay this is like so I went to get uh, I'm, I'm working on this project for the future so I won't give too many details or anything but I went to go mm. um, get a, a piece of it done right and so it, it required me going out for the first time today because I had been doing all my emails all my calls just like from my apartment because I was like this mm. isn't even I walked chance so I guess it wasn't technically my first time leaving the house but I was walking chance and it was just coming down and we were both miserable um, yeah. and so then I finally go out to run this errand and the trains are also rerouting really, really bad right now, which I think is also adding to the level of anxiety people are feeling around just being outside right now. And and yeah, so New York's good about that. New York's good that once one thing happens, there's a domino effect of of just anxiety around every facet of life. It's really compounding <laughs> because then I was on the train and basically from yeah, from a stop that this does not happen at, like as far as going express goes, they mm. to- they s- announced that our train was going to go express to 59th Street. And I was like, that's that's the that that's like half the train. Like I had just mm-hmm. got on. I was like, that's insane that you're going <laughs> to anyone on this ride right now is going to just get skyrocketed to like Midtown. Uh, so right, then yeah. I get off the train, get on another one to get where I'm going. And it's when I get to where I'm going only five minutes later than I should have got there, right? So mm-hmm. for all the annoying thing of everyone having to get off the train, I was like, ah, oh, you know, not so bad. As I'm walking out, I see this guy looking at me and he looks like, you you know, like those those true uh, someone seen a ghost type, type faces people make? Like he looks horrified, <laughs> but he's also frozen. Um... And he is looking <laughs> over at me. So at first I'm like, did I do something? Because also, this is before I get through the I mean, turnstile. Josh, our, our fans are nervous sometimes, you know. So it's it's maybe that's all it is. No, this, this dude was not a fan of me at all. Josh. No, this dude was not a fan of me in the least. This dude, I'm walking. And I still haven't gone through the turnstile yet. So I'm still coming right at him. But he's But he's looking at me. And he's just like. 
his eyes are really wide and he's not moving and his mouth is like slightly open. And so I'm, I, at first I get self-conscious. I'm like, is there something on me? Like, cause in my mind, if somebody's looking at you like that, you're covered in blood, but not, not your blood. Like you just, you bumped into somebody on the train. That person was a serial killer covered in blood. So now they got some of that blood on you. And so then, okay. I'm still walking wasn't, towards. Wasn't him. expecting so much blood transference there in that. And as I as I get almost to the point where I'm about to pass him, because he's towards the stairs, and as I'm getting to the point where I'm about to pass him, I realize that he's not looking quite at me. Like once I get close enough to him, I can see he's looking past me. But okay. I was just in his field of vision for so long. And behind and you is a ghost. Behind me is a damn near naked man just naked and and wet he does have boxers on but he's very wet from having i guess been upstairs like out in the world and then he came down to the subway or he's or he's just sweaty from putting in work oh my you know gosh oh you don't know that's water (laughs) oh (laughs) what's wrong with you i don't know (laughs) That's oh man. Had a nap today. Those always make me saucy. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. That's that's so much worse than what actually happened. That's like, tell me what. I no, no, almost nothing else actually happened. So then I turn around. I see the the guy who is next to naked, and he's leaning. So he's it. First of all, it's way too early in the day for this to be happening. This is nighttime behavior because he is technically in the little bit of shadow that's on the subway. There's almost is no. Behavior. It is. There's almost no shadow. And this man is in the corner. Okay. So, you know, the emergency door, the door that rings the alarm if you if you use yeah. it to open for somebody who didn't mm-hmm. pay. Okay. So, I don't know if that's what the alarm is for, but that is what it has become to mean. That is what it means now. Because honestly, anyone using that door in a hurry already knows there's an emergency. So you don't need right. to like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would be like if fire alarms were only outside. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Who does that help now? Yeah, this is the only emergency alarm that is technically just a tattletale. Yeah, it's just a snitch alarm. And that's so, the that's the narc door. Yeah. And so my man is is like in between that door and the wall. Okay. And yeah. so that door is just enough out of the fluorescent light that it's casting a slight shadow. So he just casually trying to be in the shadows, but not really, right? <laughs> and standing there as close to naked as you can be right and very wet and so then i stop because now i'm up (laughs) i'm up a stair because i Mm -hmm. once i realized that guy wasn't looking at me i got curious what he was looking at but i'm not he's not on my mind anymore and then when i turn around look at that guy i stop and i can make I make what I can only describe as probably the same face he was making at me. Like, I'm so shocked to see, like, a grown man where I didn't see a grown man. Because, remember, I was walking towards him and didn't Mm -hmm. see him. Mm -hmm. So now looking back, I was like, I was way closer to this almost naked guy than I thought. And so we just, we both had that moment of of staring together. Eventually, I snapped out of it. I was like, oh, I don't have to be here. And then I... (laughs) walked up the stairs but but me and that guy for a split second we were on the 
Yeah, I just stopped because because I just okay. You if I hope New York I, baby. I hope I've done a good enough job. Keep talking, Josh. I hope I've done a good enough job of putting you in my shoes, telling the story of just like mm, you because yeah. his face looked like he had seen a murder. Right. So also, I had to know what he was looking at. No, absolutely. And you have to do very little to actually paint this picture because if you just say New York subway near naked man. Yeah, I get it. I get yeah. all of it. I get all the emotions around it. I get all, every bit of shock, every bit of worry. And you know what else is the problem for me? This is probably the earliest I've seen someone that naked on the subway. This mm. this happened at like 2.15. This is like daylight hours, my man. That's why I'm I mean, saying this is like nighttime behavior. Like that's at true. Night, that is true. At night... Subway's no holds barred. It's the Warriors all over again. Yeah. You can do whatever yeah. you want. It's crazy. There's going to be puking. There's going to be wild animals. Yeah, There's but be... you don't really see you don't really see wild stuff in 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 New York in that way during the day as much anymore. Yeah. They don't usually keep 9 to 5 shifts. <laughs> no. No. They usually show up do They're do after some work people yeah do some after hours type stuff yeah hmm yeah but that was Just that wet, was like though, huh yeah yeah i <laughs> i was i was so i was so taken aback it, it could have been an elephant that that's how much i wasn't expecting to see anything <laughs> in that corner I really wanted to believe that the guy looked staring in my direction was just crazy or just like lost in thought. Maybe he just got asked mm. for a divorce, you know, like like those right. things where you just like stopped in your in your tracks. Right. I didn't even expect to turn around and see anything. I was just like, <laughs> he's clearly looking over there. I wonder what it is. Which is so great that you have this this transference of of suspicion because first you're on him and you're like oh what's this guy up to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's turning around and be like oh no what's this guy up to <laughs> i think that for the most part it would have helped it would have helped if i had nowhere to go if i had just been like on a stroll for the day I would have, I, I probably would have stayed as long as that other guy stayed and we would have stared because the other guy did not seem bothered that anyone was looking at him. He probably thought he was invisible. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was a little I, bit, yeah, little bit, little, little bit on a little bit, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and so, cause he wasn't Wait, looking. He took the clothes <laughs> off. He thought he was invisible. He was not looking back at us. He was having right. a day all his own. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. You're, you, you probably weren't there. But what you're saying of transferring the suspicion is spot on. Yeah. And that's that happens in a place like New York. Because I've, I've had that happen, too, where you're looking at someone, you're like, mm, what's this person doing? I'm like, oh, they're avoiding this. <laughs> yeah. But but avoiding avoiding something troubling looks troubling. <laughs> like it, it can look weird from a distance can i tell you okay so it it this is back when i was staying in queens this is like when i first moved to new york this still threw me a bit so i thought i thought mm-hmm. that 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 this dude with his cell phone in his hand 
head seemed to be down. I'm behind him, by the way. I'm okay. walking behind him. Not that far behind him, but like a, a decent distance. And he's just like skipping left and right doing some shimmies as he's walking. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I thought he was like straight up dancing. Sure. I look down and my man is effortlessly avoiding dog shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> once, once I got to where he had been stepping and I like started to see just these like smudges on the ground, I was like, Oh, oh wow. He's yeah. he effortlessly and and like he is the Fred Astaire of dodging dog shit. Like truly singing in the rain type steps. I was saying yeah, it's funny you say singing in the rain. Because I was already thinking about that of like reimagining that scene of him doing that, but there's just dog shit everywhere. Yeah. Dude, this dude was dodging. Dog shit and rats while he's doing the dance. And you know it's, Which we know is Gene Kelly, not Fred Astaire. The craziest thing about it is that he was moving so much, he was either avoiding all of it or stepping in every one of them. Like, (laughs) 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 because clearly aiming for all of them. Yes, yes. Because clearly, this was a situation where a dog did not stop. This yeah. is a this is a dog who's either being pulled because maybe their owner's not paying attention, mm. or they they are walking and maybe yeah. and maybe they're old. I've watched old dogs do that before, where they're just like, "I'm having one." No, for sure, yeah, old dogs. Do, but some some dogs just do it because we had dog at the daycare I used to work at. Like it's a blessing <laughs> to have a dog that just stops and shits. <laughs> and and so the way he was like shimmy 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 like back and forth nonstop, right? <laughs> like you're really hitting them, hitting notes. If you're listening, okay, you can't, you can't see the shimmy Josh was doing. You look like you're doing some and one moves between your legs. <laughs> yeah, he he was bad. The real footwork too. And I'm glad I'm glad I was like so mesmerized by him or else I would have stepped in so much of it because the only reason I noticed it was because I was like, that dude is really cooking over there. (laughs) And then when I finally got to where he was stepping, I started to see all these skid marks on the ground. I was like, "Uh oh, yeah, (laughs) it was actually dude. I'm not even kidding. It was so bad that I went ahead and crossed the street. I was like, (laughs) rather than try to do the hopscotch, he just did. Yeah, the way you fall down, you don't need that. I was like, I would much rather just be on another street. <laughs> really impressive, though. Like, that yeah. that was one of those things where I, I and I've, I've said this on stage before, but I believe that this is, you know, going to sound very coastal elite, whatever, but this is just how I feel after living here for years. I believe that... Fine, come at us. The, I'm here in the Midwest. Come at me. All the things about New York, especially if you decide to stay, force you into, into like, building up some superpower, whatever it is, right? And you don't mm-hmm. really get to choose it, but based off your personality and based off what you want to do, it comes to you. And I think that like every New Yorker who's been here for quite a while, who's like determined to stay until, you know, they're ready to leave, not, you know, not not one to be spit out or whatever. I think that all of them have a superpower. You have to find out what it is for yourself. And that man's power is never stepping in dog shit. Mm -hmm. 
And no, maybe, I would agree with that. Maybe that power came from stepping too many times. Maybe he, you right. know, maybe he was overexposed like uh, the Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I gotta, I gotta fix this. So he got really into Dance Dance Revolution. He <laughs> got really into the Ali Shuffle. Just never again. Never again. Mm-hmm. Just maniac starts playing. Dun, 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 <laughs> Flash dance plays. There's a flash dance running in place. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 a firm believer in that because I've just watched too many things happen where I was like, yo, this is this is it's crazy that you are getting on with your day in the midst of because I've told mm. you about the guy who just rolled his he had a suitcase and was mm-hmm. like yelled at somebody and just rolled his roller bag through some yeah. dog shit. Yeah. It's like there are people who are never going to have his superpower. And then mm-hmm. there, there are people who, um, you know, I'm pretty sure there was this one guy. I, I'm glad he was not like terribly hurt, but he really should have been for how nasty this fall was. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe stop me if I've already told you this. Cause I either told you on the podcast or told you in real life. The, there was a time I was walking home and this delivery driver, I mean, this uh, delivery bike um, guy doing what looked like was probably Uber Eats or something mm-hmm. or Seamless. And he had cut the wheel too, like, too sharp on the turn. I didn't even know a bike could, could do this. So you know how when you are on a bike mm-hmm. and wherever your momentum is leaning in order to not fall, you turn the wheel a little bit in that direction so you can, you know, like get your balance back and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. He turned the wheel to make a right across me. Okay. He okay. turned the wheel so hard. I didn't know this could happen. He's basically turning so hard that the front wheel st- like stops where it is because he's still going forward enough but it's almost like he's trying to go to the right completely so he mm. turns his his uh, his handlebars all the way to the right and then the back of the bike comes up and flips him over okay okay yeah. so this like it, like the wheel like the front wheel almost created like a wedge real quick because he turned it too far he turned so there it wasn't a smooth curve to the turn and he was yeah. going fast enough forward that he just toppled himself right mm-hmm. so already i see that and i'm like that's n- i've never watched that happen before and i've been a mm-hmm. kid so i've seen what i think is every way you can <laughs> fall off a bike and and so so then he flips over, slams into the ground, like hard, mm. right? And mm. then I'm I said out loud, I was like, Are oh oh are you okay? <laughs> like 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 loudly, because I was also like, if he's hurt, I'm gonna need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I wasn't even just thinking about him. I was like, for me even, if he's hurt, <laughs> I can't pick him up by myself. Cause he wasn't a huge man, but he just He's the size of a grown man, so I'm not right. going to be picking him up and right. dragging him out of the street without hurting him more, you know? Because right, you're a little guy, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he gets up, and I don't know what he was delivering, but it spilled on him mm-hmm. to where he got that that marinara look. He got whatever on him. So, oh, yeah. 
Oh, I did tell you about this. I think we've. Talk, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show or not, but I, I do think you've told me. You've continued. Let's, let's. Yeah. Yeah. For so for a second, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, he got that chunky blood. <laughs> yeah, I'm like he is. I'm looking at a person who's gonna die tonight. Like when, like when he stood up, even though he stood up fine and didn't even want to speak to me, because you know he was in that pissed off. You know when you fall and you're either pissed off or embarrassed or both. Like he was in that yeah. like. I can't believe because also the bike front wheel is bent now. Oh, so that's like he's probably ruined his work day. Yeah. He's gotta pay for that now. Yeah. Yeah. And so so I'm like, oh, are you are you okay? Dude, are you all right? And he's not speaking to me, but he is just covered in sauce. And so I'm like, this is this is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Like like when mm-hmm. I when I first look at him, I'm like, he's not dead yet. But he's gonna die soon, and I am not ready. He's gonna for start it. walking away and fall over. Just, yeah, his, his body isn't caught up to his death yet. Yeah, I, it felt like in a movie when someone's been shot, and like a Looney Tune, they don't realize it till the fight's over. Right, or like yeah, they walk a little bit, and it's like huh, and then they just yeah collapse kind of thing. So he's picking up his bike and stuff, and the sauce is dripping. He holds up a sign that says "Yikes." So I think he's, I think he's bleeding. Like, like the, yeah. the, the, the sauce is like dripping off. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. And as I get closer, cause I'm almost like, should I try to stop this dude from leaving? Because he's, he's riding his bike in the bike lane, which means he's riding next to traffic. Mm-hmm. So already it's a blessing that he fell when he fell, that no other cars True. were turning. Yeah. Cause the cars could have been turned at the same time. He could have thrown himself under a car you know Mm, uh so then i'm and i'm standing in the road because now i have the the crosswalk light because that's when this was happening you know yeah and so i'm not i'm not i'm standing in the road just past the sidewalk in the bike lane and i'm almost like should i try to stop this dude from leaving because if he gets woozy and just veers into traffic that will be the end of him you know and then right. as I get a little closer, I see that it's sauce. Mm-hmm. And so I leave him alone. I don't engage with him further. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, he's he's all right. You don't want to do a sauce-covered man. Well, no, once you see, like, I don't know, whatever green peppers were in it or whatever, you're like, right. oh, okay, he can't be made of that. <laughs> that I know of. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a biologist, but I'm, I'm telling you that my man right there, he did not look okay from from a distance, and then I got closer. I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, he still wasn't okay, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, I just less can't. less physically, less mortally wounded, but more more emotionally wounded. I would say. Yeah, because how do you? Oof. Because he really splatted. Like he really. Yeah. He really, and he wasn't on one of the motorbikes. He was on like an actual bicycle. Right. Yeah. I mean, the motorbike probably would have killed him if it had happened, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, every day you learn a new way to fall, you know? That's going to be your epi- epitaph or epigraph, whichever one's the, <laughs> that's going on your tombstone. <laughs> Every day you find a new way to fall. Yeah, I like how you you tried to start it with the with I the proper word. That I wasn't like, sure which one it was supposed to be. To, you know, tombstone. You know, you know the dead. You know, your your dead rock. 
It goes on that. You know, it, it's going to be engraved. <laughs> but how about you? Which one is it? Is it Epitaph? I think. It's, I think yeah. I think it's Epitaph. I'm going to look it up. Oh, okay. Were you asking me, though? Uh, how's your week been? It's been okay. Just been a... Uh, it was Epitaph. It was Epitaph. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going all right, man. Just been uh, getting stuff started with... Uh, you know, the, the theater program I run at the school, that's been a nightmare so far, just scheduling. But otherwise, it's been all right. Just been, uh, like I said, got a nap today. I rarely take, like, a peaceful nap. So that always, like, it weirdly makes me feel like I succeeded at something, even though it's just sleeping in the middle of the day. Yeah, but you have trouble sleeping. So I can imagine exactly. it's like, that's such a win. Not You got extra sleep for someone who doesn't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I've been doing okay sleeping at night. It, it still takes me a while to sleep at night, but I've been I've been like reading before bed, which is good because I haven't really been able to just like sit down and enjoyably read in like a few years. So like, that's gotten better. Um, but yeah, I don't know when I when I can actually like take a nap, I fall asleep for a little bit. I wake up feeling refreshed because half the time too, when I take a nap, I wake up feeling like absolute dog shit. So I'm glad I've found a way to wake up actually feeling refreshed. I don't know why. I used to avoid naps because every time I would take one, I'd wake up and be like, <laughs> and just feel awful. Even even a short one, I just used to feel awful. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I have no idea why that was happening. And that was that was for like for most of my life. Like I hated taking naps. <laughs> I don't know if it's just I've gotten older or something. So just I'm just I'm just more genuinely tired now. But Man. Wow. So you would <laughs> You <laughs> with <laughs> So wait, wait, yeah, yeah. wait, wait, take a nap. What? This man, okay. this man laughing at me, so, laughing in my face, so, laughing in my face about my discomfort. So, so, what so, a good friend. So we, oh my God. So, what, the, what an asshole. So when what you, an absolute <laughs> asshole. So this wait. is the hardest you've ever left in my face. So, <laughs> so when you would take a nap before, right? The naps uh-huh. where you would be feeling good. Would you plan to take a nap, or would you actually doze off and then wake up feeling bad? Probably most of the time, actually doze off because I used to. If I ever tried, to, like I'm, I'm gonna take a nap. I never could. I could okay. just never shut off, and then I just lay there. Cause that's what that's what I found so funny is that you weren't trying to take a nap, so it's even more unfair that you woke up feeling bad because you would just yeah. be watching a movie, and then you wake up and the movie was over. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, and like when I imagine it's like you got punched with sleep, like because it wasn't sleep you asked for it wasn't something you were trying to do yeah. so that you would fall asleep and you wake up feeling terrible like if somebody imagine somebody hit you with a pillow full of rocks <laughs> yeah no dude like even when i 
when I like doze off on the couch, like when me and Jess are hanging out at night and I doze off and she'll like wake me up like, hey, you fall asleep. Maybe we should go to bed. So I'll just be like, <laughs> like, I'm just out of it. Like, I'm just like, even if I know what's going on, I just feel I don't know what it is. I just feel bad half the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is And like sleep is supposed to be soothing and invigorating. <laughs> restful. Yeah. Now, do you do you take any supplement now? Is there anything no. that okay? Because no, we've talked about it. Jess. Want, Jess keeps saying that I should get some like melatonin or something, but I keep mm-hmm. not doing that. But even even on top of like a melatonin or something, mm-hmm. there's a. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of all the studies, so I'm not officially recommending it or anything. I'm just saying it's what I've been taking, and it I does I do feel a bit of a difference overall. Okay. Um, a reishi. And a lion's mane um, mushroom a supplement. Re- so reishi. Yeah, reishi mushroom. Oh, okay. And, oh, I thought, uh, I thought you said you said a uh, reishi. Sorry, I heard reishi, and I was like, that sounded like that sounded like a pill to make you forget things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, didn't, I didn't quite know. You don't, what you my, don't take them forgets. What? You don't get the forget pills. <laughs> I didn't quite know what my man was on. I, didn't, I was worried about you for a second. Yeah. Uh, no, reishi. I, I, I take a, a reishi mushroom supplement and a lion's mane mushroom supplement. And yeah. they, they're both supposed to have different benefits for your body and brain. But lion's mane is like one of the main brain um, function mushrooms. So it's supposed to help with. Well, um, you had a lot of rhyming in there. So that's got to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully I'm not just taking dirt every day. Um, but there's, there's some in there, there, there are some studies that have shown that it's good for, um, specifically brain cell, what is it? It's brain cell, uh, recovery. Mm -hmm. It helps with, um, both depression and with, uh, memory. Let me see. Yeah, because I got, I struggle with both of those, so I should. <laughs> that does sound like something I should take. Let me see. I'll pull it up right now. The the, the exact thing that I'm. Because like we talked last week about mental health, so I got depression, and I've, I've been having the forgets lately. Yeah, I I said I said this wrong. Okay, so lion's mane may help protect our memory and fight against dementia. So these are like things where the jury is not completely out, but they're like, it's clearly having more benefit than not taking it. And it doesn't have the mm-hmm. negative aspect to it. Um, like a, it, it doesn't seem that there are any side effects of taking a, a mild dosage of, uh, of lion's mane. Um, yeah. Fight against dementia, quell symptoms of depression, promote healthy and speedy nerve cell recovery that's what it is uh um, okay and then uh uh it's supposed to help with reducing inflammation while supporting the immune system so i've been taking lion's mane for at least a month a little over a month now and i feel okay. um pretty good i feel like it's some of this stuff i'll get into it in a second um but the the reishi uh, I wanted to touch on really quick. Um, it's also 
looks like they are testing it and studying it um even though there's not any scientific evidence that's like the jury is out and you have to take this for these things but they um they believe reishi mushrooms will help fight uh cancer diabetes alzheimer's disease and it's uh see that's too many once you list too many things that's where i get yeah but i too many disparate things too to make me be like hmm yeah, because to just say cancer is wild. But, cancer is, but yeah. But I do think that... Um, if you said dementia and like depression, I'm like, okay, those feel like those go together. But just generally cancer? Yeah, the only that's thing... That's a bit... Yeah, mm. that's fair. The only <laughs> thing I push back on a little bit on that is like how they found that diabetes can be linked to so many other ailments that if something were to cure diabetes you could technically say it's good for nine things for sure yeah. you know so that i think that's where they're getting off um and then let me see there was one other benefit that i wanted to that i wanted to touch on yes so the the reishi of also, this is, you know, I take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt because I'm I'm trying to be very clear that these are not my claims and not even the claims of, of necessarily the people who believe in these mushrooms because the the studies are still being done. Um, mm -hmm. So, but the... And these do not express the opinions or views held by all members of the Josh Sheldon Show. <laughs> but the ratio is also supposed to help enhance... Uh, immune system so like that coupled with the lion's mane coupled with like you know good eating or whatever um mm. is it, it also is one of the ones that you take for improved sleep and reduced stress so gotcha. those those two in tandem working together like the sort of nerve cell recovery and help with the memory the reduction of stress through reishi are like things that i'm like oh, might as well give it a shot because i'm not allergic in any way and it's like the worst thing that could happen is nothing, even according to some of these studies. Like you'd have to mm -hmm. to have adverse effects, at least for most people. It seems like you'd have to take a bunch of this stuff, or you'd have to be eating it a ton. Right. And like this is like, all right, let's see if this if this does anything. And I feel, um, I've been feeling really good, and I've right. I feel like it has helped with my with my memory and my quickness a little bit. So even if it is placebo, I'll take it because I feel like I've definitely felt some slight differences, but I'm talking about mm -hmm. very slight. Like I still have some right. attention issues. I still have some, um, some focus issues, but I do feel like they're narrowing down a bit. So that's okay. nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe something like that. Like for for me, I know a lot of it just comes. I guess we are in our second half uh, mental health discussion. <laughs> but uh, for me, for me, I know a lot of it is just kind of like mindfulness stuff and like like just I mean, like just managing my own stress too. Because I do like what I've been really like, especially this last week, just been trying really hard to like not, not fall down the, you know, the well of, of stress. Once you start stressing about something and like being, just be like, Nope, just stop. You know, just don't follow that for right now. Not saying ignore it, but like, that's what I kind of have to do with me. Sometimes I've learned to just be like, Nope, you're just done thinking about this right now. Even though it's like a thing you still need to solve, but just fucking take a lap, you know, <laughs> like, cause I spiral so easily. Mm-hmm. And I think, and that affects me a lot at night too. Mm -hmm. Is I have trouble like not just being like, "What are you gonna do right now? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna work on this right now? No, you're not. 
you're in bed. Yeah. You gonna go you gonna do this project right now? Yeah, I think that the 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 thing with with when it comes to me with stress, because I, I feel um like the biggest change I've had since I tried to change my thought patterns and diet starting back like actually a few years ago now is mm. I feel I mean you could be a better testament to this than I am because I'm too close to the situation but I feel like I handle stress better than I ever have in life and I don't at least outwardly express stress in the like and and I think that by not expressing it in the way I feel it in the moment doesn't let it manifest into what it could be outside of oh this is a big problem so for instance mm -hmm. like if I'm if I'm late or if I'm like like I know now if I am in a situation like the one when we were trying to get to Bozeman right mm -hmm. that was very stressful to be like okay I I'm not crazy I left with enough uh with enough time to get there yeah you know i mean mm -hmm. this traffic is coming out of nowhere if if a guy who drives for a living as in the cab driver is also mm -hmm. like oh, this is what's happening was there an accident what's right. happening then i'm also not crazy so then it does me no good i'm either gonna make the flight or not it does me no good to stress too much about the flight now did i keep looking at the time did i keep doing math in my head and all that yeah but i wasn't like mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so I'm so stupid. I should have left sooner. It's like I left when I left with the with the information I've been given as someone who flies consistently. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like this isn't a thing where if I wasn't a dumb person, I would have magically left 40 minutes earlier than I've ever left before. Then I I go through all that stuff. I go through all that running and getting through uh, security and everything to make the flight by like two minutes, you know sent hence the him hawing and the guy being like calm down at the at the gate right <laughs> yeah then i get on the flight and we're we're sitting there for like two hours before the flight ever took off right. so it's like those are a lot of instances i knew i was going to miss my connection like i started calling um calling amanda and just checking in being like hey you may have to find another flight i'm still on the runway i don't know what's happening mm. all that stuff and it's like this is you know obviously travel is one thing and life events are another but like this is a very stressful situation but all the way through it i knew there was nothing i could do differently and i knew that willing it mm -hmm. to willing it to happen wasn't necessarily going to make it happen and right and so I sat there and I, I had my naps and I watched some Netflix and it's just, I, I really could have spun out because I did get to thinking not in a negative pattern sort of way, but in a, in a, in a fundamental way of like, oh man, like Logan's going to get there and we were going to hang out that night. And like, mm -hmm. it would have been cool to get to Bozeman right when the festival started. And, and yeah, right. sure, sure. All this stuff, all this stuff is true. But there's also nothing I can do about it right now. And I think that I've, I've done a lot of work to not let the obvious stressors affect me. Um, right. And just sort of accept that they're happening as they're happening. And then I can, I'm, I can better deal with them. So I'm not really the type of person to be like screaming and yelling or like freaking out. Uh, but I still feel all the stress that comes you gave me a real quick vision though of you 
being someone throwing a tantrum on a plane, and that was very funny to me just for a second. Yeah. Of like the people who I've seen do it when you're sitting, you know, the people are just like, I can't breathe. Like I'm like, come, you can't, because you're you're shouting really loud, so you can't breathe. But now just making that you in my head was. <laughs> yeah. So that was the last time where we I was sitting on a runway was a lady kept yelling about not being able to breathe, but she was screaming at the top of her lungs, which I, requires a lot of air. <laughs> I I feel like the that that thing for me is something where I'm like. I've had the claustrophobic feeling on a flight before mm. because there was a actually, man, I wish I was. Yeah, I, I wish I knew more about the law. I'm sure someone on that flight could have sued um, because basically I was on a flight with Sally and we were stopped. It was during the day and it was hot. And for some mm -hmm. reason, the like. The AC of the plane was not on. I think there's something about how they, there's something they do at altitude that they don't do on the ground, apparently. Uh, there's just more air up there to use, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but basically. The, I like that one because he, he thought about it for a second and then realized it made zero sense. <laughs> I saw you look up and be like, well, no, wait, that's bullshit. You know, they open the window, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Put the top down. Uh, so it was getting really hot, really, really hot. And I mm -hmm. was almost like getting to that level of panic because to be that hot on a plane and we were like in the middle of the plane. So even if people start clamoring for the for the you know the door or something like that but we're like i got right. i got all these like very uh very wild thoughts about how stuck i was on this plane especially because mm -hmm. of how hot it was and and then finally a woman passed out and then they started calling for a doctor and it's like just either deplane us or like get some yeah i mean like like i'm sure there's right. a reason that the ac was not on i'm not just putting it on them being negligent or something. I'm sure that they also want the AC because everyone that worked for the airline was also on that plane. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that was one where I was like, had to be very mindful to keep myself calm. So there's a part of me, as long as no one's being abusive, there is a part of me, of, of my heart that goes out to people who freak out on a flight. Right. No, I get it. It sucks. And it's as like, soon as someone starts being a dick, though, I'm like, yeah, tackle him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I turn yeah. on people real quick. Whenever, whenever I'm like watching <laughs> one of these viral videos or something, I not only I don't I never voice it and I don't go online being like to this person hashtag whatever. I'm just saying like when I watch a video and I mm. see someone like freaking out on a plane in the video, initially my heart goes out to them, and then they like take a swing at a at a flight attendant or something, and then I'm like, yeah, duct tape his ass. Yeah. And then like let's find out who the flight the, the the flight marshal is. Let's do it. Yeah, and then no matter no matter what happens next, what he gets taped out or tackled. Do you remember that guy who was the the this is like one of the last few big ones I think, and this was still years ago. The guy, I think it was this year actually. No, no, it was this year. Sorry, it was a few months ago, not years ago. Uh, the guy who was talking about how he was going to like kill people on the plane and all this stuff like that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then all he had was a spoon 
mm-hmm. and then they ragdolled his ass. That was yeah. that. I don't know all the context of that story, but that's one where I was like, at first I was like, this person is clearly having some sort of nervous breakdown, something like some that. Episode, then yeah. when he was like, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. I was like, I, right, this person clearly needs to be dealt with. Then when mm-hmm. he only had a spoon, the, the way that this, this was crazy about people, right? Initially, when he was yelling, everybody was mind their business and being quiet because they were like, we don't know how we don't know, we don't know what level he's on. Right. Exactly. Then then when he was like actually looking like he was going to attack people, then everybody started reacting, but still in a get away from me scared sort of way. Mm-hmm. Then when he made the mistake of pulling the spoon, you you saw. <laughs> You saw middle-aged women in the aisle getting a kick in, like, like, yep. like once, once it was like, oh, he just has a sp- get his ass. <laughs> if he had just stayed steadily screaming the whole time, I bet you, like, nobody would have done. Like, you would have obviously got sick of him and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember if they were in the air or not. But either way, like. That was that was one of those things where watching watching everyone's like mood change because when mm-hmm. he, when they saw he had a spoon, everybody got brave and everybody everybody started to help. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what you gonna do? Scoop me, huh? <laughs> everybody started helping, and by helping, yeah, I mean yeah. I mean helping assault him. Like he got, he got, he got whooped up and down. There's nothing like, uh, did you see that, uh, that, uh, spirit fight flight? Uh, yeah. And I don't, there's something about how like spirit has quickly become like the DMV where people just come ready right. for a fight. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so then you don't even get that on Southwest and Southwest is actually cheaper than spirit. A lot of the time, cause spirit is cheap, but then they have all these markups to just have a regular flight. Yeah. Cause Southwest is the one where you just gotta, you gotta like just line up and like first come first serve seats. Right. Cause you feel yeah. like those would be more anarchy. You would think. Yeah. Yeah, and they're kind of not. You know what it feels like? It feels like everybody who flies Southwest has at least flown Spirit once, so they know how bad it can be. <laughs> yeah, and there's I almost think you're right. an agreement. There's almost an agreement of like, y'all, be cool. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Be cool, because every Southwest flight I've taken is very much an air of like, y'all, none of us have any money. Mm-hmm. If if any of us get put on the no fly list, it'll take us seven days to get anywhere. Well, and then I think the people who you know get on last because they lined up last, because you know there's, they have some tiers but not many. It is also kind of like, eh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna get great. Like I, everyone's I think already accepted that like, eh, I'm not gonna love where I'm sitting. But then you also get those moments of absolute joy when someone gets on. Because I had that where I, I I got on. I was in kind of an early group, and I I was in a, a exit row, and then as like people people were just walking by, filing by, and I saw this woman. She stopped and she saw it. And she was like, "Ooh!" And then like she's like, "Is anyone sitting there?" And like got in so excited. And I'm like, "You don't get that. No one's excited to get on a plane, 
But this this woman who was pretty deep into the group being like, exit row? Hell yes. And I'm like, you don't get that. You don't get that on any yeah. other flight where people are just like, ooh, my seat. Like, no one has that. Yeah, yeah. You'd think the people who got to pick good seats would have that. You think they would, but they don't. They don't. They don't have that joy. No, because they have to sit there and watch the pores walk past them. And I think it's also they have to roll the dice. Like, the roll of the dice with Southwest means you could get a decent seat. And now mm-hmm. decent is amazing because you could have had yeah. the seat next to the bathroom. Yeah, but Spirit is is like, even if I get the one I want, it's still on a Spirit plane. <laughs> I feel like I I'm this is my conspiracy theory. Do it. I feel like low-key mm-hmm. Spirit got cameras on that plane and rich people just watch. <laughs> this is what the purge is actually like because if because if you pay attention anytime somebody recording a, a spirit flight fight we mm-hmm. watch so why wouldn't sure. they just put some cameras in there mm-hmm. let it get nice and altitude yeah babe <laughs> let somebody yeah. daddy faint and then and then when he and then when he faints, he leans over on this dude and this dude's like, yo, get off me. And it's like, hey, don't touch my dad like that. And then they start fighting over the dad's mm-hmm. sort of limp, passed out body, you know? Yeah. I love the way that they don't change a thing. They know that the system doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They know mm-hmm. that all they do mm-hmm. is make people like like uh they they know that all they're doing is pulling the worst parts of flight together to make an airline Mm -hmm. and they refuse to do anything about it. They refuse to be like, Oh, actually look, we, we know that there's been space. We're not going to charge you for the thing anymore. We're just going to raise the price of the ticket. We're just going to be a regular airline. They, they refuse Mm -hmm. to, they could just as easily do that. They could just easily be like, instead of flying from New York to LA for $27, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and make this a hundred dollar ticket and not charge you to have shoes (laughs) yeah do you know what i mean like like the the business model they've put in place makes them the same amount of money as a regular airline just charging you for everything so just do it just stop you're not a bargain stop pretending to be a bargain spirit is a great deal if you own nothing and that's what's so crazy about if you when own I nothing and want to take nothing with you. Yeah, when you get on a Southwest flight, there are people who straight up just have their hands in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Cause they they actually live in um in Houston and we're flying from Atlanta to Houston. And they're like, Yeah, I'm just going home. I didn't need to bring a bunch of stuff with me. Right. They they probably don't even have a backpack. Like the amount of people I see get on southwest like they are just getting on the the l train is wild (laughs) yeah since we're on though kind of stuff that happened in planes we didn't talk about it can we talk about that lady who was like that guy's not real can we talk about that i know it was like a month ago but did you see that i feel like that was like four months ago right that that, it might have been it was it might have been a while i don't remember how yeah 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 uh i i got the forgets so I i actually avoided this story Uh so hard that i still don't quite understand it because Mm -hmm. everyone this would this felt like one of those things where sometimes on the internet 
there's mm -hmm. a moment that captures us all. And then yeah. sometimes people try to force that moment. And I, and I'm, I feel like I'm old enough now where if I don't care about something, I refuse to try to care about it. So, right. so I saw the clip. I thought it was funny that everyone looked back at who she might be talking about, but then no one saw <laughs> everyone anyone. looked back. Everyone looked back and like, okay. But then past that, I didn't understand the fascination with her, the need to find her, which is essentially doxing. Right. Like I was like, yeah. why is everyone trying to find this woman? Why is like who who's this interested in this? And apparently millions of people were. A lot of people were. And for me, my main interest came from and not even in the story in her, because that's just like that's someone having an episode or she was under something, she was stressed. People and people were saying, like, I don't know, she seemed kind of drunk. Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. But immediately in my YouTube feed, and this probably says more about me than about <laughs> this situation, but I immediately had, like, there were some videos, like, some real conspiracy theory videos that were trying to show that there was proof of a changeling on the plane. And, like, they were trying to, like, isolate parts of the video to show, and, like, they're like, what's with this guy, though? He seems to not have emotion. He doesn't really look human. And I was just like, no, it's a guy in a hoodie. What are you talking about? So... For the listener, yo, and me, <laughs> what's a changeling? I, it, I think it's just like a shapeshifter. Okay. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, true. Like no, because I think one of them too was trying to get into like the history of skinwalkers or whatever. I'm like, this is this is the leap you're making from yeah. from this lady on a plane. Yeah. Skinwalkers flying Delta now. That's what they're doing. Also. The one, the first time that I saw it, what I thought she meant by real is like a good person. That's what I kind of assumed too. But so everyone made it about like every, him actually not being a real human. Yeah, everyone made it about aliens and stuff, which I just did not get. You know, yeah. like that that shows where we are as as people, where somebody can be like, you know what, bro is fake, and it's like, yeah, right. he does look like a lizard. It's like no. <laughs> No, I meant he's a fake person. Yeah, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. And he is. All right. But I do think, I think that is then like weirdly a story that does capture us in a moment of where we are right now mm -hmm. in history of how we are such a, like we're all so conspiracy based. We're all pointing the finger at each other of being like, you know, you're mole people. You have a, a, a sex dungeon under a pizza restaurant or what? You know what I mean? We're mm -hmm. all. There's all this, you know, you're the, the evil imposter, everybody. We're all doing that, the Spider-Man meme at each other mm -hmm. about everything all the time. And it's like, so kind of, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that video was, was the perfect, you know, illustration of us right now as people. And that's what arguments will devolve into. Mm-mm. You're an illusion. You're a hologram. Yeah, you're not even really here right now. I can't possibly really be right wrong. Exactly. Well, mm. you want to open that mailbag? I'll open that mailbag. Um, we got, because I know we said uh, to let us know if uh, <laughs> our big, like, mental health <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anxiety book club <laughs> last episode. Um, was weird. Uh, I will say we got just a lot of people telling us how much they appreciated it. Um, I had a lot of people reach out to me on Instagram saying they appreciate it. We got a lot of emails saying they appreciate it. So thank you to everybody. I, I'm not going to be able to read all of them. 
Uh, but I appreciate everybody uh, sending them to us. Let me find a, a couple of them here. Um, like this one here. This is from Nicole. And uh, the title says, that was weird, parentheses, but not. We, we got a few of those because we just said, right, that was weird in the subject line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we, what I appreciate is we got a lot of that was weird, not. It was very Wayne's World, and I very <laughs> appreciated everybody just pulling psych. <laughs> but this is from Nicole. Uh, hey, guys, I'm an avid listener of the show. Been bringing a smile to my face since COVID. I'm a licensed therapist in Jersey and want to say how much I appreciate you both talking candidly about mental health on the last episode. Um, I can understand how difficult that must have been to share, especially out to the public, and what you both experience is very real. Uh, I can relate uh, to how Logan feels meditation is not for everyone, as well as... Uh, Josh's anxiety slash spiral thought patterns. We all, quote, have mental health. It may look slash feel different. Keep on being great and take a break if you need. We understand. That's that's giving us too much freedom right there. You don't, you're going to be going. That's so funny. Suddenly the show's on hiatus for a month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, signed Nicole, parentheses, begging to be read during the mailbag, which... Not to be judgmental, pretty needy for a therapist. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I'm joking, Nicole. No, thank you for that. That that one uh was, was really uh was really heartening. Yeah, thank um, you so much for writing in. We really appreciate it. And the support. Yeah. Got another one here that says that was weird. Psych, just wanted to uh wanted you to open this. Logan, you <laughs> This is what I said I didn't want. Logan, you are not a failure. <laughs> <laughs> you are amazing and well josh likes you so that's something what well, now see now again it's all about him it's all about my association no i'm kidding love you both kiki i appreciate that. just in all caps logan you are not a failure oh wow but, uh, no i really do appreciate everybody uh, send a message just letting us know that it wasn't weird a lot of people saying like they really just appreciated the conversation and I don't know about you it kind of made me I've felt better all week just after we talked about it just because I think we've never fully discussed it like just like calm like that you know uh -huh. what I mean because yeah. usually if we're talking about mental health it's because one of us is dealing with something <laughs> sure sure yeah so to just have like a like an examination of just like hey, here's what goes on kind of was was nice to just like define it yeah, and I think that that means we should, yeah, definitely do a few more in the future and everything. Yeah. Um, so y'all can look forward to that coming up. and Or dread it. Thank you so much for listening to The Josh Johnson Show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We're going to be posting clips and full videos of the show. And if you are looking for Logan... You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen if you want to get into our mailbag and tell me I'm not a failure. Uh, and go ahead and just sign it, Dad. Uh, Again, <laughs> my dad's really supportive. Um, you can email us, joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts uh, or leave us uh, or comment on one of the Q&As we put on Spotify here and there. Check for those. Uh, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash joshjohnsonshow, where we have uh, bonus videos and bonus podcasts and live shows. Our last live show was... I'm going to say Buck Wild. It was the most wild comment section we've ever had. 
in in a live show. So yeah. they're 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 getting enjoyably so, but getting unhinged. They're getting truly unhinged in a very fun way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then also live in person shows. We got a couple coming up in November that we're super excited about. Talia Hall, November sixteenth. Bell House, November eighteenth in New York. Second show. First show sold out, so if you're going to be in New York, get them tickets now. Yeah. To second show. And then, um, and then, yeah, I think uh, for the most part, we just want you to have a great rest of the day and a great rest of your week yeah. into a beautiful, wonderful, sexy weekend. Ugh. Yeah, see? Good, yeah. See how that feels no. when somebody makes you no, go, ugh. Ugh. No, but get out there. Get have a wet naked weekend. That's what I want for everybody. I, I know you. I know you tried to flip it on me, but you can't I flip want, it on me. I got a I genuine want, ugh out of no, you. No, no, no. I want. I want everyone. It's just you. It's just you making things sexy is uncomfortable. I don't know. It's like you a, making things wet is horrible. All right, you you're the <laughs> one that made things wet before any of this. Like you remember beginning of the episode, you were like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, moist. Just the worst. <laughs> Lubrication. <laughs> I won. Beat him. Nah, See ya. Nah, nah, never Bye. that. Nah, nah, nope. nah, never Episodes that. Episode's over. Never that. Nah, nah.